Hello, and welcome to Frontier Fiction, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We are coming to you all the way from the frozen north. It's not easy to stay sane in Alaska, so we gather together and with one of our uh, favorite uh, no. pastimes. <laughs> we don't gather together. There is yes. no marriage being officiated here. <laughs> to let the voices in our head get out to play and sometimes get married. Get out to play? Yes. You're, just, you're just changing this whole thing. Rewriting the script. <laughs> to we, gather. Does it? Yeah, gather with one of yes. our favorite pastimes. <laughs> Give I'm me just a, a similar meaning. What I'm mm-hmm. given. Mm-hmm. Poorly. <laughs> You're reading like this, looking at the ceiling with your hands on your hips. <laughs> being like me. Yes. Channeling. My actor. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm Anna. <laughs> I am. Playing Maeve. I am Veda playing Solana. I'm Zeb playing Maddox. I'm Wasey playing Dacian. I'm Colton and I'll be the DM today. Let's roll to see who's doing our crazy recap. <laughs> crazy a uh, two. Fourteen. Four. Nineteen. Sixteen. Okay. I'm Mark. ready when you are. Set. Go. We discussed the plan. Solana bought some rocks to talk to people. Maddox gave the kids a job to watch somebody. Dacian talked to man. Wait, time, time, time. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to read Veda's notes. Sideways. <laughs> read them sideways. Yeah, that's why it's hard to read. It probably says Marvin. Yes, talk to Marvin. Hmm. I'm out of time, though. Yep. There was one more crucial detail that I can't say because I'm out of time. Well... Let's pick up uh, the morning following. You guys have done some shopping. You've figured some things out. And what direction, uh, l- let's say everybody's gathered together, where would you guys meet? Maeve's place. Most likely. Probably Maeve's mm-hmm. place, yeah. Okay, at Maeve's place. Spacious. Yeah. Better than Maddox. There's <laughs> something on the stove. Uh, the dogs are in front of the fireplace, which is quite dormant early in the morning. Uh, Morph is out doing chores with Bon, and what are you guys up to? I would probably be in the kitchen trying to fix what's ever on the stove. <laughs> gotcha. I either would leave there or would have on the way gone to check in with those kids. They were watching out for what's-his-face mm-hmm. at the palace. Wick. Mr. Wick. Thaddeus Wick. Thaddeus. Got it. Okay. Checking with the kids? Yeah. Sure. Because they were supposed to be watching overnight. Mm-hmm. Do you, so you poke around the, the, like, the palace courtyard looking for them? Well, I gave them binoculars so they mm-hmm. wouldn't need to be very close. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily know if I need to go into the courtyard. Well, Sounds like a trap. Where are you looking? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Just start there. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, He's going I, to the courtyard. Do you take any dark alleys? <laughs> <laughs> I would take the mediocrely lit pathway. <laughs> uh, no, I, I pointed the kids in the direction of mm-hmm. where they should go. Mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar. Well, Zeb isn't super familiar with what exactly it looks like. Yeah. But they would have gone to some sort of higher ground, like a hill or a rooftop of some easily accessible building. Um, okay, let's say um, that they are poised most likely uh, near the temple, which is kind of built on a smaller hill. It doesn't stand nearly as high as the Xenophil Palace does, but from kind of the area behind the, the temple, there would be like rooftops or alleyways that present some sort of a vantage point into that main courtyard with the fountain and all the students mingling in the palace guards. Uh, and also maybe just the peek at anybody who's looking over the high balcony in the, the center kind of spire of the palace where the king's actual palace resides on top of. There, I go there. Okay, and you're poking around? Give me an investigation check. All right. 22. 22. Yeah, you start at the temple, uh, poking around, seeing if you see Solana walking by or whatever. You don't recognize anybody out this early, and you move in between a couple of homes, and you see there is kind of a home that's built on the side of the hill, and uh, one of the roofs next to it lends a pretty good spot to climb up and jump onto this other rooftop, and then you're thinking, like, you know, if I was a kid, I would want to climb up there. 
and you kind of look up to the top and you can see just the, like an elbow sticking out from behind a chimney on this slanted rooftop. I'm going to go up behind them quietly-ish, you know, they're kids, they're dumb and not super perceptive, but just uh, just to confirm that it's them, mm-hmm. is it them? Yeah, so you climbing onto the roof or you just circling around the building getting a better look? Uh, onto the roof. Okay. So, uh, light dex check to, to this, I call this, um, I mean, either strength athletics or... 18 on a die. 18 on a die, yeah. I don't have a plus really to either of those, so... <laughs> yeah. So you clamber up the bricks of the nearer building and step over daintily onto the rooftop pretty quietly. Uh, your, you know, worn leather boots uh, easily kind of step over these rates or are they brand new boots that's right they are brand new boots your brand new oil boots yeah in the rest of my wardrobe feeling spiffy from my shopping trip gotcha day. gotcha yeah you creep up nice and quiet and peek around and there are two boys there one of them is asleep and the other one has the binoculars kind of like sitting on his chest and he's got his back against this chimney and he's kind of looking up at the sky and looking at some birds circling overhead what kind of birds are those uh, the, the child starts and gets up and he says, Whoa, I didn't see you there. Yeah, I don't think Thaddeus can fly. Uh, no, but he can probably sleep. <laughs> you see anything over the last day? Um, there's guards up on the top there of the, of the palace. And there's lots of students. And you can see right in the bathhouse from here. But... Um, we didn't see him. Though, he does look a lot like the person that appears in front of the palace when you push the button. Interesting. Alright. Well, good job. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, tired. And you hear the other kid and he kind of goes... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Have you been taking shifts? Yeah. And then we step, and then we talk, and then when we get bored, we do we do rock, paper, scissors to see who has to stay up. I'm going to take out a stick of the jerky and take a bite of it. So, uh, what do you think? You want to keep working? And the kid, like, he, like, looks at, he's got a little piece of jerky left, and he looks at the piece that's in your hand. Give me a persuasion check. Twenty. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. It's it's hard to find stuff to eat sometimes. Alright. Well hey, I don't know what I'm gonna be doing the rest of the day. I might be gone all day. But if you stay the whole time, I'll give you both two more apiece. But I'll give you one more apiece for now. Okay, but at some point we're gonna get caught up here. Alright. I'm going to look around the place from this vantage point to see if there's other locations they could use. Sure. Uh, You already made a pretty good investigation check. So I would say you're easily able to isolate like three or four other places that the kids could probably get to relatively safely. um, Or even suggest places, you know, even you're a good distance from the palace that are nearer um, to keep an eye on it. You know, you can tell the boys like the only way in and out of there is from those stairs. So. If you can post up anywhere, anywhere where you can get a look at those stairs, you'll be able to see them. Yeah. Uh, give your feet a walk. Uh, get off of this place every once in a while. Spend a couple hours in each place, and I'll be back. And remember, if he does come out, you gotta follow him. That's gonna be the fun part. Oh. And he, like, kind of smiles a little bit, and he's like, good. I'm all stiff. Yeah, sitting here. Not very much fun. I get it. As soon as he comes out, though, you're going to be dodging around corners, creeping through alleys, and you never know what kind of danger is going to be out there, so you got to be careful. Okay. All right. Well, I don't want to lose a hand. (laughs) And nobody will suspect a couple of kids running through the yard, so if they do see you... That's what Timmy used to say. "Mm, Well, you don't have anything stolen on you, do you? He, like, thinks for a second, then he says, no. Let me see those binoculars. He hands you the binoculars. I'm gonna like rub them on the dirt, scuff them up a little bit. Then now they don't look like he stole them. 
Oh, okay. And maybe ditch the rest of the stuff that you didn't steal. <laughs> Plant it somewhere safe. Okay. It's important when you're hustling, you have a safe place to drop things. All right. I know, I know a spot, he says, and he sticks his chin out a little bit. Nice. All right. Well, if anybody does see you, just pretend like you're playing a game, all right? Just carry a rock with you and pretend to kick it around or something. Okay. All right. He said, I'm just going to, like, rub his head a little bit. <laughs> just real quick and rub. There's, like, in the early morning light, there's this little pfft of dirt and, and dust. <laughs> and he disappears. Maybe a fool. <laughs> he disappears. <laughs> it was, he had no hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's just strong stuff. Oh, man. Um, then, then I would have had to miss Maeve's place. Okay. Yeah, so Solana, uh, you walk into this kitchen and one of the pots, the lids, like just pops up a little bit and it sits there and as soon as you walk closer, it goes and it closes. She opens the lid? Uh, it's in it. It's very hot. Oh. <laughs> Do you mean like it just like picturing this eyeballs in there you're just saying that it just, it's just like boiling but I just think that it's like boiling up and down it's it uh, too hot maybe <laughs> she the starts volcanic imp. she removes it from the heat okay and starts from scratch <laughs> okay <laughs> not taking any chances <laughs> isolate the danger <laughs> remove the the heat <laughs> start over <laughs> yes so as you're working, you can swear that you hear the pot lid go up and down one more time in a little scuttling noise. She's going to peek inside the pot. Oh, okay. It's cooled off a little bit. You can see um, there's a hearty broth. Very hearty <laughs> going on in there. There's like probably some potatoes floating in there. There's some corn. And you can see little bits of kind of chitin, as though uh, some sort of carapist creature was cooked into this at some point. Hmm. You can give me a survival check, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <clears throat> 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you suspect uh, that it is the, the shell of a sand crab. Protein. Protein. <laughs> <laughs> and they can they can withstand very high temperatures. It's important to really boil the pot and leave them in there a good minute when you're cooking sand crab. Otherwise, it'll run right off on you. She's gonna turn the heat back on. Okay. This <laughs> is a propane stove. <laughs> <laughs> Relight the fire. All right. And fire continue ball. cooking that <laughs> while making something from scratch on the side. <laughs> okay. Yes. True. <laughs> and what are you guys up to? Dacian would have visited Marvin, picked up the little trinket he was after last night. Yeah. And finished doing his shopping and headed towards Maeve's. Mm-hmm. But we're so we're saying that we're our we'll all we're already there. Yeah. All of us. All right. Awesome. Probably sitting at the table, waiting for delicious breakfast to be served. Noticing that Salon is doing the cooking, he's very relieved. <laughs> so, uh, when do we head out of here? Day seen? Is he there yet? Yeah, everybody's okay. there. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I meant everybody else is there. No, I'm not going to walk everybody to May's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're, uh, we're on a time frame. <laughs> <laughs> this takes place a reasonable amount of time after the morning to the point where we're already there uh-huh. after doing our morning things. <laughs> as soon as you guys are ready to go. I'm ready. Oh, well, we should eat first. I agree. <laughs> we need to have a nice hearty meal in us before we go down in there. I wouldn't miss a lot of cooking for a okay. tomb. <laughs> Got a little bit of time left before the food's ready. My food's ready. I think there's still another minute or so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
the back door opens and Bond like leans over to walk in. She's got morph underneath her arm, and she says, "He got pinched." And morph sitting there holding his hand and frowning. Oh. Hmm. Solana's gonna turn down the heat. However, that works. <laughs> <laughs> Take some numbers out. Just draw some of the And go over and look at Morph's hand. Oh yeah, he's got a big pinch mark on his hand. Aw, she's going to run back over to her bag and pull out a little, little tiny little tin. Yep, salve. It's a little tin thing and then rubs a little bit of salve on it. Kind of holds his hand out and he's holding his wrist while you're doing that. Then he like scowls and winces and looks away, puts his nose up. <laughs> this will make it feel better in no time. And then she's going to continue, finish says, up the meal. Thanks. And then he grabs the fire poker and goes stomping outside. <laughs> a little ungrateful. <laughs> He's just upset. He's hurt. And she's setting the table of food. I think it's ready now. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for Solana to say it's ready. <laughs> no, just a few more minutes. <laughs> really gotta cook that crab. Awkward. Sit inside. Table <laughs> conversation. <laughs> what so how are you? Pretty, uh, pretty sandy out there today. <laughs> Very sandy out. Oh, man. Uh, you seem a little crabby this morning. Me so. <laughs> <laughs> crabby? Well, Maddox enjoys <laughs> a very large uh, portion of the meal. Slaps his tummy a little bit. <sighs> All right, I'm ready. Wait, I have one thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased some. Um, God, I read it like four seconds ago. Sending stones? <laughs> I purchased some sending stones, <laughs> but they only had three at the time, so. I don't know how to split them up, but I think that we should split them up in a way that would work best. Well, Bonbon bon doesn't talk too much. And she can fend for herself more, maybe? Sure. Max is just thinking, whoa, whoa, so what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daisy indefinitely, because okay. he leaves us sometimes, <laughs> and it'd be nice for him to be able to tell us that he's leaving us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when that happens, inevitably, he just shoots Daisy in a dirty look. Um, I, I don't care if I have one or not. Uh, if you two want to have them, Maeve, really, he's thinking to himself, don't really want to have a sending stone if Maeve has a sending stone. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a handy tool. I'm just going to hold out her hand for it. All right. Solana's going to hand one to Maeve, and then she's going to hand one to Dacian, and then she's going to... Keep one for herself. All right. Sweet. And he goes ahead and tries to test it. Mm-hmm. Testing one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to um, you have to be touching it. And then you can send to a message to anybody who has a stone on their person who you're aware of. Yeah. You have to be kind of like linked. Okay. And I won't just broadcast it to all the stones in the area, just to the ones he's thinking of? or You're not entirely sure. Okay. Maeve's gonna like touch her stone to like Dacian's and then like take a couple s- steps back and go, hello, hello. He holds it up to his ear, <laughs> kind of just shakes his head. <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to be hearing something. <laughs> so she's saying hello out loud, but you can hear it <laughs> in your head. Oh. Yeah, not from the stone. You just hear it in your head. Oh, so it's not like a speaker? No. Well, that's a good distinction. Maeve is going to still hold it up to her mouth, though. Mm-hmm. Like, put it over her whole mouth and be talking into it. Dacian would kind of do the same thing and then hold it, like, an arm's distance away from him, in mm-hmm. front of him, mm-hmm. and then say hello again to see if there would be any change. All right, who are you directing and, it towards? Um, he would be thinking of Solana and Maeve. Okay. Yeah, both of something. you, if you have the stones on your person, hear mm-hmm. that inside your head. She's still going to hold it up to her ear. Either way, whether or not it's up next to his mouth or away yeah. from him. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Then he puts it in his pocket and tries again. You just touch <laughs> it in your pocket? Yeah. Yeah. Still works. 
Sweet. Max is just sitting at a table with his arms crossed, <laughs> glancing back to him, each of them. You guys having a good time? I They said next week that they would have more, so I'm going to try to get some more. Okay, yeah, no worries. So you can get you one as well. If you feel left out. Yeah. These work. I, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't give it to anybody you don't want to hear from. Yeah. <laughs> and he nods his head vigorously. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> he looks at Maeve. <laughs> also, one more thing. Um, if you run into my friend, Nora, do not tell her that I have one. <laughs> oh. Okay. Or that you have one. Don't really want to talk to Nora? Not constantly. Mags is thrilled to find that there's a person in the <laughs> salon that doesn't love. <laughs> Dirty goblin screaming in the back of a cart, let's save him, I love him. <laughs> this other lady, not so much. <laughs> Alright, so I won't tell her. Would Dacian have cut Nora's name from the market? I can't remember. Um... It, I, we discussed whether or not you knew of her. Right. But he had spoken to her and to the shopkeeper, and I don't remember if I don't her think name, the came, name out. came out. Okay. I don't think so. Well, let's just say that you could tell from context who she's talking about. Mm-hmm. I probably would have exp- explained, like, um, super talkative elvish lady, very similar to I. Maddox would add bossy. <laughs> right, okay. That's where the name was used, was with you. Okay. <laughs> I probably talked about her <laughs> in frustration. <laughs> Oh, did she take over your job? Yes, so that I could help out here instead. Oh, noted. (laughs) Her biscuits just aren't as good. Thanks. Taught her to make them, though. Yeah, I believe she learned recently. (laughs) She makes them? (laughs) She can. Oh, she can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Usually we just buy them from the market, ah. so we support businesses as well. Shop so local. Awful. Shop local. Yep. Shop local. Eat fresh. <laughs> Think global. <laughs> Act local. <laughs> so we're gonna head and down let's to go. the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Heading down to the catacombs. Yeah. Is that what they're called? It's just the undercity. Undercity. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about it. Um. Once we're down there, we're not going to see the sun or anything. How are we going to know which direction we're going? You have a, anybody have a compass or anything? A I do. Map. Oh. A map. Mm-hmm. You have a map? Um, well, I talked to a bookseller or a cartographer, somebody, somebody in the marketplace, um, and I got a, a map of what the city used to look like, so it probably won't match up one-to-one with what's uh, going on in the, in the undercity right now with, you know, cave-ins, caverns, all sorts of stuff. But it should give us at least a general idea of kind of what that used to look like. That's oh. wonderful. Maddox is like Wasn't surprised, she? impressed, oh. surprised, <laughs> suppressed, suppressed, <laughs> surprisedly impressed. Okay. Well, whenever you're mm-hmm. ready, I guess. And I got a book on cartographers, snakes, and caverns. So I think all our bases should be covered. Wow. I read them all last night while I was making paper, and she's going to pull out like terrible hand-pressed papyrus like probably out of corn stalk there's just like spiders in it (laughs) (laughs) homemade paper it's still kind of wet (laughs) time to dry slash rations (laughs) (laughs) imagine Max just like holding one and it just falls apart (laughs) no stop that (laughs) she's gonna take it and push it back to look if that happens you just go like this and she's gonna pinch it a bunch of times and it just goes back to like your fingers (laughs) really squeeze the ink out of it (laughs) yes uh, so we can also map what's going on there, and I figure if it goes well and we get some good information, not only can we get some income from the king, but we can also potentially sell maps. Because that seems to be a market that has not been explored, because I couldn't find anything. Well, I imagine uh, if the crown knows there's maps, they're going to want to be the ones that have them, and not the general population, for security reasons. But sure. I like your thinking. <laughs> we definitely keep one for ourselves. <laughs> and they could pay us not to keep one for ourselves. Well, they they can pay us not to give them to other people. Sure. <laughs> that's... Something like that. 
We'll figure it out. Solana's <laughs> like really confused right now. <laughs> but she's just gonna like nod her head and smile. <laughs> Alright, you got a compass, you got map making materials and a map. I think we're ready. I don't think we've been this prepared for a objective yet. Alright. Is Bon coming with us? Is mm. Bon at the table? Yeah, she's sitting there and she's like poking at her soup a little bit and she's looking at it intently and then she stabs suddenly <laughs> and there's a slight splash and she pulls something with legs that's just writhing out of it and goes <laughs> and starts eating it. What do you think, Bon? You like uh, dark and closed spaces? She looks up and she says, Not particularly. All right. Maybe a little cramped as well. So, was recently placed in a dark enclosed space for about two weeks. It was hard to keep track at the time. This will be of your own free will, right. though. Nobody's going to pressure you to come if you don't want to. But we would appreciate your company. Nice kind of looks at Daisy and, and quietly says, Do you want her to come? Do you want her to come? You were hesitant yesterday. I wouldn't mind her coming. I've I've been informed that is that she will be working with us. Though whether or not she is comfortable is another question. It will be cramped, dark, especially for one of your stature. And as he looks towards Bond, and I cannot guarantee that we will get out quickly, should you feel the sudden urge to. <laughs> if you need my help, then I can come. But I don't want to. I don't care. <laughs> Solana, do you have a preference? I mean, she's already been through so much, she could use a break. I think you're right. Time to really heal mentally and physically. I did sleep last night, which was nice. Good. I think uh, Maeve can take a beating enough for us. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. right. Um, I do feel a little bit uncomfortable with you staying here by yourself. Um, especially if we don't really know who's after you and who's looking for you yet. Um, but Morph knows all the hiding places on the property, so if there's any sort of trouble, you both get in there and you don't come out. I imagine Morph's hiding places are probably pretty small. He has a variety. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks I don't know about any of them. Morph? He's outside with a yeah. fire poker. Good. I know about all of them. <laughs> but I let him think that. Alright. Should we leave one of the sending stones with her? Just in case? She can have mine. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> Maddox is like eyes wide with gratitude that Maeve won't have a sending stone. Okay. I'll stick with Solana the whole time. Okay. <laughs> Alright, Dacian. Your leader, oh brave and courageous semi-reliable leader <laughs> before we go I'm going to make sure Bond knows what this is going to sound like so she doesn't freak out when she starts hearing voices in her head he touches the stone and says hi Bond <laughs> she's like holding her stone and it looks kind of small in her hand and she like grabs it and shakes it and then holds it up to her ear and she says looking at it she says hi <laughs> and you hear it inside of your head Great, you got the general idea. If you hear me, well, I guess it's me. <laughs> and Solana has another one. Mm -hmm. So if you're in any kind of trouble, just speak to that with one of us in your mind, and we should be able to hear you. Okay. I'm going to go to the crafting shed. There's something I'm working on. Awesome. Have a good day. <laughs> we will try. <laughs> Thank you. you do. Is, is that like how it's it. said? Have a good day. Perfect. You, you did yes. great. Mm -hmm. All right. And she stands up and then uh, grabs her big hat on the way out the door. 
Let's go. So we head over to one of the entrances in the city. Yeah. So day scene, you certainly know of two. Mm -hmm. You know there's more, but they're like mostly very carefully kept secrets. Right. Um, You're aware of the one that is near to um, the fountain in the Noble District. Mm -hmm. And then you're aware of a rather unpleasant one that is over in the residential district. Okay. So the fountain one is a direct access to water, uh, which is nice for the fountain maintenance, even though it doesn't run anymore. Mm-hmm. And the one in the residential district is septic, so that one is not nice. Which one is closer to the palace? Uh, the one in the residential district right. is closer to the palace. Well, unless you know of a closer one, Maddox, we're going to start over in the residential area. Would Maddox and his underhand dealings with the Mud Hut Mafia know about any of those? Cat's trying to do some editing on the laptop <laughs> there. Um, no, only because we contextually, I believe, established that already, didn't we? I don't remember that, but that's fine. I don't mind. I know. Okay. He, he wouldn't care too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go. Awesome. And he starts walking towards the entrance that he knows of over there. Okay. So you leave Maeve's property and you head south through the city until you've rounded the giant biodome that's off the side of the Zenithal Palace and walk through the courtyard of the, of the palace and, and around the temple and you're in the residential district there and there's people waking up and going about their days. You can see like the uh, sticks with blankets in between them being raised by little ropes that uh, kind of cover up the front of people's houses so they can walk or sit in the shade. Uh, and people are busying themselves left and right with baskets and or leading animals and uh, everything's kind of on a slope downward for the most part uh, towards the wall on the other side of the temple. And it, that has been utilized very carefully to help the flow of uh, everybody's plumbing exit the city, actually in an area that's to the southwest, not that far from the mud huts, probably partially responsible for the mud, um, though it's quite filtered at that point. To some extent. <laughs> Living in a crap hut. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Rent's cheap. Yeah. And there is a, uh, there's an area where there's kind of like a uh, trench, I guess you could call it, that fills up when it occasionally rains and lets water run uh, through the city uh, and then fill up through these little culverts. And you know, one of them, uh, there is a little kind of area for water to get down inside of, then the, the bolts are rusted away a long time ago and it's, it's poorly maintained. And so even though it's not the guarded entrance to the sewers, which is, you know, people who work on them use, uh, that is a good way to get down into them. And it's not too steep. So if you're careful, you won't slip and take a ride. Mm. Watch your step. Daisy enters. Maybe we follow him. So I'm Charging. gonna follow me. Carefully. Alright. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just take up the rear. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the safest spot. <laughs> Close the entrance on your way in. Sure. Just got these boots. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not wet. There is air flowing up out of this area, like almost a draft. Um, it doesn't smell terrible. At this point, there is the odd methanous wave of, of scent. Uh, and the ground's not super wet at the top either, because there's not been rain flowing here in some time. Uh, but you can see where like the walls are corroded when it has flowed in the past. And the bricks are pretty good for sure footing on the walk down. And the light, the natural light, very quickly starts to disappear as you descend until it's just like a little tiny dime behind you as you walk down and down and down and then you can start to hear as you walk uh, your footsteps and breathing echo in a much larger chamber you don't hear dripping or running water 
uh, but you can hear a larger chamber in front of you. You got a light? Yes. Yeah. Say up to Dacian in the front. Maeve would be pulling a, a torch out of her. Out She's of got one. And he points behind him, knowing that she was going to pull one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got enough for everybody. Who wants one? I got one. I can use my own. But thank you. We'll save one of yours. Dacian's, oh, sorry, Maddox is just going to hold his finger, this guy's ring eye, and cast the light cantrip on it. Um, so he's good. Gotcha. So, the area in front of you, from this circular passage you're walking through, opens up very suddenly into a large room that has three hallways exiting it, all of which seem to be um, declining, like uh, there's ramps leading down into them as to allow things to flow out of this room. It's all built on a slant, but this room itself is, is level, and it's about... Uh, 40 feet by 40 feet. The ceiling is low, like you were crouching quite low to walk through that corridor. Uh, here you don't need to crouch, but there's not much room over top of your head. And you notice there is like some rags, old blankets, uh, and a couple of beat up looking barrels in the corner of the room. There's a table in the left corner of the room with a chair sitting in front of it, and there's a wick, uh, or like a, um, a candle that's almost completely burnt out just sitting right on the table and a lot of like graffiti carved into it like knife stabs and and board sitting about as though people have used this space before as some sort of a meeting place or juncture for whatever it is you do under the ground me was this little area on your map well let me see where we're at would there be any, I know you said a lot of the things on the map weren't currently in the city. Is there anything nearby that I'd be able to use as a landmark? So, uh, why don't you just give me, for starters, just go ahead and give me a, um, I guess this would be a, I feel like this is a history thing, huh? Hmm. Survival is kind of used for navigating in the wilds, but this is not the wilds. It's investigation, sewer. putting the two together. I like history. <laughs> <laughs> history it is. Just as a thought. Nine. A nine. Mm -hmm. So the map, unfortunately, doesn't show anything that would have to do with the sewers, except for maybe you could make out which building is kind of the hub where people enter them for maintenance and that kind of a thing which you would place probably right about where you are um, so this is a recent construction it's built on top of where things used to be and you're not really able to piece together too much from your map okay. so do you want to maybe draw this little sketch of this place on the new map that we're making I think so um Start with that. Right. And Dacian's got a, what should we call it? A directional thing? Compass. Oh. <laughs> so we can kind of sketch it out as we go. At this awesome. point, you uh, the, the trench was running north and south. So it's very easy down this corridor to know that the right corridor in front of you, one of the three exits, you know, is the one that would be headed towards the palace. Nice. Right. Um, this way. Why don't you guys give me a perception check? Ten. Twenty-three. Seven. Eighteen. Twenty-three. <laughs> Eighteen. I'm gonna do it again. I know. <laughs> Solana, uh, you are the only person who notices what you think in the room is the faintest sound of breathing. Mm. Is it even too hard for Dacian to tell that was there? You don't notice anything. Okay. Oh. Wow. She's... Aside from your own breathing. <laughs> <laughs> We're all breathing. Wow. Your mind instantly goes to the sending stone. Like, oh no, is Bond leaving her hand on the sending stone? But it's not that... Deep it's or large of a breath, okay. as you've heard her make. 
she's going to point at. Oh, let me think one second. I'm reading this. Sorry, one second. Okay. Okay, she's going to touch her ascending stone because she's trying to be a little more quiet and really quietly whisper, I hear someone breathing and have it directed towards Dacian. He touches the stone and thinks, or says back to Solana, I think we're all breathing. <laughs> She's gonna touch it again and say, it's, it's someone else's eyes. Someone else is here. Okay. And he look around as we walk, pretend not to notice anything. All right. And he does the same. Okay. Tries to see if he can spot anything and keep, but keeps going towards where they were headed. Okay. North then. Towards the uh, palace, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's not that large of a room. You walk through it and all is still. All is relatively silent. As you near the passage that goes north, it, it, it like declines and then disappears in front of you where the ceiling actually blocks your view of the passage ahead. Uh... You think you can hear the faintest noises of running water and maybe some more dripping kind of noises and other other under-earthy deep sounds, uh, but you don't notice anything move and you don't hear anything else. Solana, as you're walking that direction, mm-hmm. the breathing noise, it's hard to tell everything echoes down here, but you made a very good check. Um, it seems to get louder, but not from in front of you. Behind? Beside. Beside me? Okay, she's going to... She's just very, you know, frightened in a dark place. So she's going to cast Detect Good and Evil. Okay. To see if she can sense anything. Go ahead and read the spell description. For the duration, you know if there's an aberration... Is that how you say that? Aberration. Aberration. Wow, okay. Elementation, fey, friend, or undead within 30 free to view, as well as where the creature is located. Similar, similarly, wow, you know if there is a place of object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated or wow, desecrated. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Mm-hmm. So you cast this spell, what's that look like? Um, let's see. She's going to... No, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm thinking. I'm tapping my hands together as I think. That's Um, what Solana does? Yes. Sure. (laughs) Okay. And the sound waves, like, evaporate (laughs) out and she, like, top an avatar. No. Her... I feel like with all of her spells that her eyes glow just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her eyes would glow and then um, she would say um, like evil and good, but in Elven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just sure. speak those words. Yep. So your senses rush out. You know, your eyes are closed, but you're just feeling and the stone above and below you interrupts anything you could perceive. Uh, and you can almost like picture the room inside your head and you reach into the hallway in front of you and the hallway that's to the left of you and you detect nothing. Nothing. Nothing from that spell. Interesting. Okay. Well, she's just gonna pretend like she doesn't hear or see anything and keep moving in the direction of the hallway. Okay. I feel like Maddox being right behind her would have seen some of this, either like the you definitely saw her cast a spell. Yeah, she her eyes lit up. Uh, Solana, you, you all right? I'm okay. Just gonna keep walking. Okay. <laughs> Onward, fearless leader. <laughs> hey, Maddox. Yes. Can you uh, use this and kind of map out? the rooms just basically so we have an idea of where we're going 
or so we can remember what was behind us. Use what? Yeah, pass you back some <coughs> a quill ink and paper. Oh, I'm the cartographer. Okay. Well, you've got a good hand. All right. We'll just stand in the back of the pack and draw a map. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Thanks. Maybe you hear all this and it hits you however it hits you. She shed the silent tear. <laughs> <laughs> we can compare maps later, mate. Then were you? You weren't drawing. Yeah, I was. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> it's okay. Two maps are better than yeah. one. You know what mm-hmm. they say. Yeah. It's not a competition. What is now? Oh, yes, it is. He's going to start sketching up. Map start, maid starts paying a lot more attention to detail. <laughs> so you got two people not paying attention to their surroundings now. <laughs> that way, if we decide to split up a little bit, then we each have a map. All right. Good plan. How you were my favorite. What'd you say? (laughs) Nothing. So we're still going forward towards the palace? Yeah. So you descend down this kind of trench. Uh, Well, there's like a walkway on either side, and then there's kind of like a trench down the middle of it. Not super deep, just to help the water flow and keep refuse from building up all the way through the entire area. And the stones inside the middle of it are very smooth, not slippery, not really wet anymore, but there's like some built up dirt and stuff and garbage. Every now and then you see signs of people being here recently, like you can see recent boot prints or uh, see where a hand prints on the wall and wiped away some of the dirt off of the stone. And you make your way forward for uh, quite a long time and as you're Moving forward, you can hear the sound of water actually kind of openly flowing a little bit, and uh, the smell becomes worse. Not potent, not concentrated, but it smells septic. Yeah. That's about what I expected. Mm-hmm. Are we there yet? You keep walking for some time, illuminated by how many light sources do we have going currently? I've got a torch. Three. Marine, three. Yeah. Three, okay. Three separate uh, sources of light. And you can make out uh, in front of you an archway where this cavern opens up into a larger one. And your lights, as you get closer, hit the wall on the far side. And you can see in between the wall and you, there is a much deeper, uh, like, river of septic moving, sewage moving from the right to the left and you can see a pretty wide sidewalk sized walkway on either side of it and there's quite a bit of pieces of wood um bones uh garbage tangles uh just stuff kind of clogging things up down here you get the uh, impression that it doesn't get cleaned out that frequently and the water or you know the gray water is pretty high like it doesn't spill over the top of the reservoir in the middle uh, but you don't know how deep that is and it's pretty close to the top as it flows sketching it up mm-hmm. good mile, mile, mile marker that how far have we traveled uh by your why don't you give me a um investigation check uh 22 22 uh, you feel like you've walked for down this passageway about a quarter of a mile. And how far was the entrance to the palace? The palace? Yeah. Uh, it's about a half mile away from you. Away from where we are now? Yeah, maybe maybe a little further. No, from where you began. A half mile from where we began? So mm-hmm. another quarter mile? So we're halfway there? Yeah. All right. Potentially. <laughs> uh, I would relay that to Dacian. Uh, Dacian, judging by my cartography, mm-hmm. uh, we're about halfway to the palace. Sweet. If, if we keep going in the same direction, and that'll probably be where we look for tunnels that might lead into it, passageways. Perfect. And he touches the stone and says to Solana, do you still hear that noise that you were hearing? She intently listens to see if she can hear it. Does she? 
Why doesn't everybody give me a perception check again? Nat 20. So 22. 12. 19. But not a nat 19. <laughs> 15. Okay. It wasn't at 19. Everybody 15 or higher can hear um, over top of the water running, which is not super, super loud. Um, you don't hear anything from behind you, which is where you'd heard the noise before, and it disappeared as you walked down the hallway. But coming from uh, what sounds like your left, where the water's flowing, you swear you can kind of hear a bigger, very nasally, husky sound. Not like the fluffy dog, but like a large creature. And maybe some higher nasally voices too. <laughs> kind of thing. But it's not super clear. I got a 12, so she will respond to Daisy with, no, I don't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I do. <laughs> I say we go that way, and he points just across the water to keep going north. Um, and I'm going to draw a little thing on the map, just as a reminder that if we come back this way, there might be some interactions. Perfect. All right. There's a lot of noises coming from that direction, he says, mm-hmm. to Solana. Oh. Possibly friendly, you know. Not likely. Mm-hmm. Not with our luck. The goblin was friendly. If that's your standard of friendly, <laughs> let's move on before they hear us. <laughs> yeah, so there's no way to cross this water at this point. You can go left with it, or you can go right up current. I mean, we could. You could try. <laughs> I will not stop you from trying. You think you can jump that? How far? I'll let you try first. Across <laughs> did you say it was? About 15 feet. 15 feet? You can definitely try first. <laughs> I suppose if I was a giant, I probably could throw y'all. How'd you get across? Waiting. <laughs> 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 But I'd rather not. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Maybe we could just walk in the opposite directions of the voice and see if we see if there's an easier way to cross. Okay. Sounds wise. Thanks. You can give that a shot. Unless you feel like chancing it with uh, those hooligans. Points down the river. Oh, I was thinking about jumping, but in case I miss, you know, yeah, might make a little bit of noise. Mm-hmm. Might make a little bit of noise. I definitely can't jump 15 feet. I can't either. All right, let's head down, or away, up, up. Because the voices were coming from down, right? Down the river. Kind of. Yeah, they were coming from the left, which is downstream. Okay. Yeah. We the other way. Going up. To the right. And he doodles on his map. <laughs> <I'm> so here. <laughs> On, so you guys start moving up every now and then there's like some obstacles in the way you can almost see at one point where it looks like somebody tried to build something to cross with but it's washed away or was unsuccessful Uh, you're not able to tell at a glance kind of part of a carriage and a couple bones and some rope lashing it together Um, and as you keep walking the there is a fork One takes a hard 90 degree turn to the left, which is towards the palace. And the other way goes off at an angle in the middle. So it just turns like a 45 degree turn to the right uh, and is headed downstream uh, away from the palace. It's kind of to the southeast. So was one of the options towards the palace? Mm Mm-hmm. We'd like to take that option A, please. It is on the other side. Of the river. So it looks like we're at an impasse in which we cannot pass. We either head away from where we want to go, hoping that it curves around, or we cross this sewage tank. How deep do you think that is, Daisy? Well... Just stick your sword in and see if it hits the bottom. 
He looks around to see if one of you guys has a something like a spear handy. <laughs> May would hide all of her objects. <laughs> <laughs> Maddox is supposed to have a quarter staff, but he doesn't. <laughs> Maybe he's holding oh. a giant hammer behind her back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He pulls a sword and dunks it. Mm. So the tip disappears. You can lightly feel the current pulling, but it gets stronger as you lower it further and further and further. Let's say from the hilt to the tip of the sword is about two and a half feet. Hmm. Um, and it submerges all the way until your uh, hilt is parallel with the, the sewage mm-hmm. and is just beginning to touch with your hand about an inch and a half away from it. Okay. Well, he pulls it out and says, it's weightable. Oh, you haven't for... touched the bottom. Oh. He says, it's weightable. Okay. <laughs> for us. And he kind of looks at the taller members of the party. <laughs> or maybe swimmable. He says, quietly, but just loud enough for everybody to hear. <laughs> well, we do want to map all of the tunnels, so maybe we just turn the other way and see where it goes. Still valuable information. And it might turn back. It's worth a shot. I actually agree with Maddox. I'm just as surprised as you are. Well, well, well. <laughs> Must be something going on. Let's take that option then, if you do agree. Something <laughs> in the water. <laughs> something in the water, yeah. <laughs> Must be. Must be. And he kind of wipes his sword off on the closest object <laughs> that may do the trick. Okay. Maybe would step away. <laughs> so we turn right again. <laughs> Um, and D- Maddox kind of sketches it out and he's not doing a full scale mm-hmm. sketch he's got like a little thing where like this this line is worth this many feet kind of thing yeah yeah. so he puts a right turn on that sure so you take the 45 degree turn right and just keep walking the direction you guys are kind of headed huh mm-hmm. sure so it goes from walking lightly uphill but almost unnoticeably really to uh, walking downhill and you can see where it uh, it's kind of like wet where the turn is as some of the water splashes up over onto it and it's very slimy and there's there's things to dodge and miss as you walk uh, briefly until you round the corner. Along the walls you can see there's nothing fancy about the construction but it is very clean like obviously magic cut stone very little for seams. You can see uh, where long ago torch sconce, like sconce holders were mounted most of them are beaten like off the wall or uh, rusted to pieces at this point and you head down and down until finally there is a large circular area and there's a noise kind of cascading up and the smells a little stronger the humidity takes a big uh, push up in the air and it's not great to think of this stuff in your nose and mouth um, there's a, a circular, kind of well, more of a hexagonal hole in the middle of the chamber that opens up in front of you. And there is uh, two rivers of septic fluid flowing into it. And then a couple trickles coming from the other side with uh, four uh, tunnels totaling, including the one that you're, you're perched in looking down at this. Uh, entering this room. So it looks like this is kind of a place where they all move together and then <coughs> flow down. It's definitely a landmark worth throwing the sketch about. Mm-hmm. So should we uh, should we go left to try and make our way back towards the palace? If we can, yeah. Let's, let's try that. And if it doesn't work, we can come back. So, you guys want to turn back the way you came? No, you said there was four tunnels yeah. going yeah. into this. Each one has a river flowing With. through them, except for on the other other side. If you walk around, there it's like more of a trickle or a stream. Oh, I assumed all of them had like those walkways, like the one that we just came from did. They do, but they're not connected. It's like you come in, is, is it like coming into like a pit? They're all falling into like a drop mm-hmm. down pit. And so the other entrances are, it's like a... Um, like so we'd have to cross wall. something to get to it. Yeah, so if you cross the two that are on your right, they're almost like well they're certainly lower and you get a look at how deep those ones are and it looks like they're about four feet deep so assuming 
that that's how deep they all are, then the river next to you is about probably four feet deep. Seeing how deep these things can be, and the water level that the rat, he kind of looks at Daisy and says, wade through, huh? Yeah. Or swim-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, it looks like we gotta wade somewhere. We could go all the way back in town and get a 17-foot piece of wood. <laughs> across, across the water. Mm-hmm. Walk across. You are right. We could do that. It would make for a pretty boring section of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just fast forward it. We're back. No. <laughs> so you guys are currently, <clears throat> you're poised over top of this. You can almost see it, like, not foaming up, but splashing up. So it makes you think that this reservoir that it's all flowing into isn't that far down. Also, with the amount of humidity in the air, um, you're looking around, forming a plan, and behind you, you can hear uh, those noises coming again. But this time, it's not very hard to hear them. They sound closer, and they're more pronounced. Uh, And instead of kind of like a slow, it sounds like a lumbering trotting. And some littler voices filling in behind it. Maeve would put her quill and uh, map things into her pack and being like, oh, let's, let's go this way. Which way? Um, just across the, the stream and into the, the left-hand one that leads back towards the palace. You want to cross the quote-unquote shallow stream? Yep. All right. Do you want to throw anybody? <laughs> I don't feel like getting big just yet. I feel like it would make travel quite uncomfortable. Okay. All right. All right. Um, well, I say we... Uh, he's going to pull out a rope. Um, say we tie this on to the first person that goes across just in case they get pulled in. Uh, and then that person can kind of help the rest of the people climbing across with that rope. Who wants to go first? And he just looks at Daisy. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm sure you can wade across. <laughs> I think you're right. And he backs up as far as he can and makes a running jump. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Just give me a uh, acrobatics check. Mm. And you've got pretty high. What is your acrobatics? Are you proficient in that? The acrobatics? No. But I do have a decent-ish plus. Okay. He's also... Yeah. Just beat a seven. Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 20 on the die. Yeah. So Dacian backs up and just clears it. Absolutely. Cool. I thought you said this was like 15 feet across. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Yeah. That's not like the... world-breaking long jump right there. Yeah. It, there's, there's like a... Um, there's mechanics for jumping, and if you get a running start, like even like a little wimpy wizard has a pretty long jump, so and that's not much farther than what a little wimpy <coughs> wizard could pull off. So just to let it roll for it. Well, that looks uh, that looks easy enough. I'll give it a try. Did we tie the rope to Dacian before he went, or nope? No, nope. just still he right. Bye, Dacian. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Pulls. Uh, coil a rope out of his pack kind of twirls it up in his hand and then throws it to Maeve Maeve catch it okay <laughs> maybe <laughs> you look yeah. like a fool dropping the rope <laughs> dex, dex rolls from both of you hmm let's that Ooh, nothing okay. fancy ten I thought it was a two on the die no twelve yeah, this happens the way you yes. described it. <laughs> okay. So is going to try to jump over, but she's going to um, first see if Maeve can catch her bag mm-hmm. when she's over there. Mm-hmm. Maeve, do you think you could catch my bag? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we're running a little low on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And she's going to chuck the bag and see if Maeve can catch it. 
He's going to... Right. Maybe still on the same side as y'all. You're right, I haven't jumped right. yet. <laughs> no. oh. As you are <coughs> uh, discussing this, okay. <laughs> you turn back and look down this hallway and you can see, you know, your lights kind of reflecting off of the sewage and stuff and, and shining back into it. And there is a dim green light coming from that hallway. And it's kind of hard to see because it's obscured by a figure which stands, uh, well, crouches, really, uh, and is taking up most of this hallway that you came from, walking on all fours, splashing through the middle of the sewage, long dreadlocks hanging off of its forehead, swaying side to side and, and splashing in the sewage as it walks forward, like leg over arm over leg. And you can hear it uh, breathing powerfully, just, and then from behind it, you see a little goblin step, and it's like, we brought a troll. (laughs) And that's where we're going to call this episode. Oh, already? Thank you for joining us in tonight's adventure. Don't forget to tune in Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Alaska Standard Time to catch the next installment of Frontier Fiction. I'm Anna, and I have been playing Maeve. I'm Veda, and I've been playing Solana. I'm Zeb. I've been playing Maddox. Moisey, playing Daisy. And I'm Colton. I've been your DM. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. If you want to get a hold of us, you can reach out to us at Frontier Fiction on Instagram, Frontier Fiction on Facebook. We have a Discord. We'll invite you to that if you like. Also, we do Couch Talks every weekend where you can catch us live on Instagram and ask us questions. Have a wonderful day. Tell me how to live my life. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Toodles. Keep your stick. Yes.